everyone. Welcome to Recalculating. This is Alana Krauss, and I'm joined by my father, Lee Krauss. We are a father-daughter duo who have been studying critical thinking and decision-making patterns through surveys, personal experience, and interviews with some amazing people to create a how-to guide to help you make better decisions by harnessing your critical thinking skills. All of these learnings have been documented in our book, and this podcast reviews those concepts chapter by chapter. Each chapter is covered in a different podcast, so it's okay to listen out of order, but it's recommended to start from the beginning and go from there. If you're interested in your story being featured on future podcasts, please reach out by visiting our website, www.recalculating.me. We hope you enjoy today's episode on enjoying the journey. All right, so enjoying the journey. What does that mean to you? Um, I think that it means to me, and it's a pretty exciting time, is that everything comes together and your decisions are coming together and you're enjoying yourself as you uh, both work and personal lives are all coming together and you have a plan where you're exploring and, and using your critical thinking skills along the way. And this is enjoying the journey is just kind of your ability to have a metric and an assessment of how am I doing? Yeah. I totally agree. I think a big thing for me, too, is understanding that, you know, goal setting and planning out your journey and like all this bits and all the bits and pieces that contribute to you achieving your goals. Like that's all amazing with this added level of we want you to be enjoying the journey. Life is short. You want to feel happy and fulfilled and that you feel like overall, you know, we're in net positive. Absolutely. And I think also it really comes down to it's not a panacea. Everything's not going to be perfect. There's going to be bumps along the journey. You're going to have to pivot. But the net positive is that you're enjoying it. And I think that if you're not enjoying it, then it's really crying out to you that you need to recalculate. You need to look at what your issues are or what is preventing you from enjoying your journey and then recalculate, come up with a new plan, figure out how to get to where you want to be. And I think that this is just a, a, a metric that we can tell people you should be enjoying the journey. And I think it's so important to realize it's not every second of the day. It's not every decision you make, right? It's that bigger net positive aspect. I'm moving in the direction that I want. And yeah. I think that becomes so critical when we say enjoying the journey. The journey is the marathon. It's it's the big picture. It's not today I had a bad day. I'm changing my major. For sure. And I remember us having a discussion about this before the book and and all of that. But just thinking about if you're going through an experience, understanding, is this where I want to be? Right. So, for example, going through engineering and you would ask, Alana, are you enjoying the journey? And I'd be like, uh, not really. I mean, I'm way in over my head with like all these exams and it's stressful and all these little things where it felt like, no, every day is not butterflies and sunflowers. But to take a step back and it's not necessarily about that, but overall, do I feel fulfilled? Do I see my end goal being something that I'm happy in and that journey, understanding that there's going to be ups and downs, but is that worth it to me to get to that end point? And for me, it was, you know. Absolutely. And I, and I think that's your point you're taking there is that if you're being pushed academically or being pushed socially, it's going to feel awkward at times. And that's OK. Right. 
It's are you moving forward is the real metric that you're using. Are you getting further downfield? I think those are the things that ultimately you want to use that fit into this concept of am I getting fulfillment? Am I enjoying the journey? Is the journey leading me to where I want to go? Yeah, no, I, I think that's a great point. And I think that's something, too. If you feel like you're not enjoying the journey, like, all right, let's recalculate. But to think about, are you just disliking the current leg of your journey or disliking your final destination? What level are you at? Right. And I think that's really one of the most important things. If you feel that you're not enjoying the journey, I think what you want to do is spend time determining what really is the underlying issue. Is it you don't like the location that you live? Is it you're missing your family? Is it the job is no longer stimulating? Is it that you want to go and do something that's more fulfilling to you? Or do you want to switch careers? Understand exactly what's driving it. Because if you can spend the time to say, I really understand what my issue is, then you can recalculate and plan around it so that you do achieve your goal and you do get to a point where you're enjoying the journey. I think some really good examples you know, I mean, if you're you're in class, you're taking math, for example, and you're you're just not enjoying it. So you immediately say you're going to change your major. Well, wait a minute, right? Is math your major, or is math just an ends of building on that you need to work through in order for you to stay with your major? So let's go to some examples. Well, you're in school and you're taking math as a requirement for your major and you're not doing well in your math class, so you decide you're going to switch your major. And I, I say, before you go off and do that, you need to really think about what the issue is. Unless you're going to become a mathematician or go into a field that's going to require to use your math all the time, you may want to just power through your math class, and maybe it's you need to, a different type of professor, a different learning style to get it. Or maybe math truly is above you, and in which case, if you're planning to be a mathematician, then you should pivot and switch your major. But just because you don't enjoy that math class doesn't mean you should change your major. Should Your first line of defense should be, hey, can I get some help? Can I look into maybe looking at it from another professor's standpoint? Can I go find information online? Can I go talk to somebody else? And maybe I'm just missing a concept. And if I can get that in my head, maybe I need to change the way I study. Yeah. You need to look at all those things before you say, I'm unhappy, I'm going to change my major. That's really what enjoying the journey is about. It's not just dropping everything. It's really looking at what the underlying issue is, trying to resolve it before you pivot away. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a great point. I think another thing, too, to think about is what are the factors that are influencing your current situation that you might be unhappy in? So, for example, with that class, I feel like a lot of times, when people didn't like classes, it was because it was like a terrible professor. They felt like the grading was unfair or, you know, there could be other factors, too, that are influencing your happiness levels that might not necessarily be something as directly linked to your goals and end journey as you might think. I think that also relate if we're looking at an example at work. I feel like a lot of times based off of some of the interviews we've done and experiences I've heard, Unhappiness at work is a lot of times is linked with like your team or the manager you're working with. So I think that's another time where it's like to think about the factors that are influencing things before you just say, I'm just going to quit. I feel unhappy. Is it just that you have a terrible boss? 
Do you just not feel supported? Do you feel like you can't be yourself? Do you feel like you hate working this nine to five job and you want a total career shift? There are a lot of different indicators in your unhappiness and wanting to realign to enjoy the journey that can give you information on what you should do next. Right. And I think this really comes down to your backpack and your adventure journal. You can start to look at what is it that I don't like about this job anymore, right? And are there ways that I can talk with my mentors or my boss that I can move the job into an area that I'm going to enjoy more? Or is it just a matter of me powering through it and moving on to the next project because it still is important for me to get involved in consumer testing, although I just can't stand listening to these people? You know what I mean? You just got to power through to move on. And I think those are the things that really look at what's in your backpack, what your adventure journal is, what you like and don't like, what you're good at and figure out how do you plan out your next steps so that it is enjoyable. I think that's a great point. And I think another example too is in the relationships that you're in. If you feel like you're not enjoying the journey or feeling you have issues, you need to figure out what those underlying problems are and use the tools in your backpack and develop a plan to resolve it or decide to pivot. Absolutely. And all of those can be great options. But I think the main thing that we're stressing here is that if you're not enjoying the journey, you owe it to yourself to understand what the underlying issue is. And I think it's really important not only to determine whether or not you should pivot, but also ensuring that the next situation that you get into, you're able to plan out what your next steps are based on this information. I think another example that I feel like helps solidify this is we interviewed this young man who was studying mechanical engineering and got this amazing internship with the Department of Defense over the summer. And every day he would just count down the minutes on the clock until he could leave. He hated the experience so much, wanted to quit midway, right? Like was just totally over it. It was not for him. He didn't feel like he had a supportive management. He didn't feel like this is actually stuff I see myself wanting to do for the rest of my life and felt like I'm just here wasting my time, but I have to finish it out because it would look bad to leave this program midway and I don't really have any other options. And I think when we were talking with him, something that we came to a better understanding of is the importance that like sometimes there's going to be situations that you're in that aren't amazing but a lot of times you can learn just as much if not more about yourself in situations where maybe you're not 100 percent happy or you're finding things you don't like and then that can help dictate and lead you towards things you do like absolutely i also think that a lot of people are in their own little island and they're not sure where to turn and i think that that's where having mentors having peers that you can talk to become so important or talking to your boss. So many of these things can truly be resolved by expressing, you know, what you're feeling or understanding the, what the issue is. They can immediately be able to address those problems. And I, I see it a lot of times at work where somebody really has an issue, but they're, they're not telling us about it. We don't know. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. And I think that's like another reloop back in just to the importance of utilizing some of these critical thinking tools, whether it be what's in your backpack or, you know, understanding who to reach out to for help, you know, how to utilize mentors to help jumpstart your journey. Those things 
are important and they're recurring themes across your entire journey. And I think that's just like an, an added reminder of the interconnectedness between all the concepts. Absolutely. And, and I cannot stress enough that when you have a difficult situation or you're in a job and you're not sure what you're supposed to be doing, being able to leverage your backpack, being able to leverage what you're good at as a starting point to move things forward becomes so critical. If you're you're in a position now or, or something comes up and you're not sure where to start, I think you have two great resources. You have your backpack and you have mentors that you need to take advantage of to figure out how to get moving on that task. Yeah, I think another thing, too, is when we're talking about enjoying the journey and enjoying the path you're on. I know we mentioned it earlier, the ebb and flow of how you're going to be feeling along the journey. I think it's important to emphasize that you're always going to have incomplete information. There's always the fear of the unknown ahead of you, parts of your life that you can't control but we're trying to equip you with tools so that you can face those parts with confidence that you're going to be able to overcome anything that's thrown your way. I, I'll even add on that point because I think it's really key that you really are in the position to make the decisions, that you are the navigator. So as you're getting that information in, you're the one making the decisions, you're the one reaching out to people. And that's really when you think about enjoying your journey, you're the navigator you should be directing yourselves into positions that are enjoyable. Yeah, I think that's something that's so important and sometimes easier said than done, right? Especially if you're at the point of transitioning from being at home with your family where you're used to a lot of other influences on your decision making to now you've flown the nest, you're on your own and understanding, no, you are completely in charge of your decision making. And I think... Part of enjoying the journey, at least for me in the beginning, was also understanding and like reminding myself that it is a journey and to be patient with the process. Because I feel like at the beginning, I would get frustrated. I was still learning how to make efficient and optimize decisions and getting in tune with like how I was feeling. I feel like it's easy to be frustrated of like, this is taking so long or why isn't this answer clear? Being patient with yourself and having grace through that process, because as you're learning and you're basically experiencing how you're feeling, what the decisions were, how it turned out, and kind of doing that closed feedback loop to help you learn how you make decisions and how you can improve that moving forward. You know, you actually bring up a great point because I think that when we talk about enjoying the journey, we're talking about the big picture decisions. We're talking about the major decisions. I think it's really important to realize Put your time and effort in the big decisions. Put your time and effort where it counts, the big decision points. And take your risk in the smaller decision points because it's easy to mitigate and recover from so that you're able to determine where do you spend your time, right, on the big picture, as opposed to every decision requires massive analytics in order to make that decision. I think that becomes important, too, and that's, that's a skill you develop over time. Oh, for sure. I mean, I remember when I was deciding like grad school versus industry and I was getting to the point where it was taking a long time and I was starting to feel frustrated with how long it was taking. And I remember getting feedback from people saying like, well, don't expect it to be of like as quick of a decision as deciding if you want Thai food or pizza 
for dinner. Like the magnitude and importance of this type of decision is like way different. You should be spending this much time and right. Like you should be optimizing kind of your cognitive load for decisions to basically spend more time on the things that's more important. I think that's like a concept that extends beyond decision-making also just in terms of time and money for things that are really important to you. And otherwise it's, you know, not worth it. Yeah. So if you went back today and said, roll back the tape now and how to make the same decision, you'd probably do it in a 10th of the time. You'd oh my say, gosh. Oh, look, these are the just things that are important to me. Now I understand the big picture of what grad school is versus industry. Boom, make my decision. Boom, trust my gut feeling, go for it. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, so it's again that fear of the unknown. And that's one of the things that I'd like to stress is that as you're going through and learning the decision making skill it becomes intuition. And so you look back at some of the decisions and you can very quickly see what was the decision point that I need, what was the piece of information that I needed, what was my decision point, and instantly make the decision. And I think that's the beauty of what recalculating has allowed you to get at to or get to is the ability to make those decisions quickly, like uh, intuition. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. that's an important concept. I, I totally agree. And I think like another concept that ties into it um, is I, I think this is more so a little bit linked to the concept of like now you're at the point where you are completely in control of your decision and decision making um and it links to kind of like in a way how you're painting the picture which means how you're communicating your decision making process to other people because i remember in some of those big decisions like it got to the point where maybe i was like oversharing or like giving people too much visibility into exactly what i was thinking and like the back and forth of it all where there's definitely going to be some people who want to be involved in like that much of a granular level of your decision making. But I think there's also a part two of you being the one in control and communicating the important stuff instead of all the little back and forths. That could also mm -hmm. just be a personal style thing, but I feel like that was a big learning. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. Well, I think also you, again, you're the decision making. You want your mentors to give you insight and information. But really, at the end of the day, you make the decisions. And I think that's also an important thing that people realize. I don't want you to tell me what to do. I want to get your input so that I can make a decision. Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, you're the one living with the decision. You know what I mean? So if you're like, I feel like when people are like, you know, I can tell you if I like your partner or don't like your partner, but at, at the end of the day, you're the one who will be like living with them or having a family with them. That matters so much more than what other people are. You know what I mean? It's just different. I also think again, we can stress and talk about it is leverage your backpack to do some of your heavy lifting, right? Choose your fights. Don't overanalyze your decisions. Use the experiences that are in your journey. Use the skill set that's in your backpack to guide you and you will always do well. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a great point. And I think, too, I know we are saying leverage your backpack a lot. And maybe we could just do a little bit of a deep dive, just to remind people exactly what we mean by that. Mm -hmm. Because it depends on the situation you're in. But what we're saying is do an evaluation of your skills, your experiences, and how that builds towards your goals. So if you feel like you're not enjoying the journey, when we say leverage your backpack, 
Are there different skills that you could learn that, you know, could help you pivot into a different position where you would enjoy your journey more? Could you think of another example for that? Sure. I think it's really even in your your journal. What are the things that you enjoy doing? What is it that you can look at decisions that you made that ultimately came to a good outcome? Can you look at those things and see a pattern? Can you look at where you've made decisions and ended up unhappy? You don't want to keep repeating the same decisions that don't lead to a happy ending. And I think that by documenting them and understanding the data points gives you insight into making those decisions. And whether you do it based on your memory, whether you put it into the journal, it's just important to reflect on that. It's really, we're talking about reflecting back on your situation and understand what are the driving forces. And we use the term collectively as your backpack. It's your skill set that you have that you can leverage. It's the experiences that you've taken on over the last number of years. And I think that's really what the backpack is. It's that umbrella or that capsule for all that knowledge and information that's there for you to leverage. You don't have to reinvent the wheel every day. You're carrying around with you in the backpack. Leverage it. I think that's so well said and well summarized. Enjoying the journey. This is one of my favorite chapters because I think it's a nice reminder to enjoy the life you're living because I think it is easy to get caught up with certain goals or the day to day, those sorts of things. But I think these like bigger points of reflection of like, let's do a check in. How am I feeling? How are things going? That's something so important. And I think you can get a lot more signal than maybe you'd pick up if you just blitz through everything. Mm -hmm. And I think really it comes down to if you're not enjoying the journey, it's time to recalculate. When we say that, that means if you're not enjoying the journey, to really look into what are the underlying issues that aren't allowing you to enjoy the journey and map out a plan that allows you to achieve those goals. And that's what recalculating is all about. Step by step, you can do it and have a happy journey. Yeah, I love it. So we hope you feel empowered to take control of your journey and enjoy it along the way. And we wish you happy recalculating.